All right. Welcome back, everybody. This story's behind the mask. I think I said that right. I always forget. Uh, but, uh, well, we're missing two. <clears throat> I think Jose's in Louisiana at some EMS expo thing. That or, sounds lame. Yeah, I think he's down there for that. Uh, and Woolsey worked last night, so she is dead on a couch or in her bed. Something like that. Uh, anyways, so we've got Bailey here. Just me. Um, what's been going on, buddy? Um, work. Work. And packing. Yeah, you're doing the big move, aren't you? Yeah. That's exciting. Gonna work for AMR down there. Yeah, something like that. They're not called AMR, but yeah. What are they called? Abbott? MedStar. Oh, MedStar. It's through but, GMR. Oh, through GMR. Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool. But, Where's that at exactly? Summerdale. Summerdale? Yeah, it's north of Gulf. That's where they're based out of, but they cover Gulf Shores. Is that like a, uh, is it a high call area? Yeah. He said they put on like 10 or 12 trucks a day. They do like six runs each, roughly, average. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. But okay. they that's like six transports. They also get called to every single <clears throat> emergency that gets called out on the beach. So all of the quote-unquote Oh, so you'd be a kids, beach stud. Lost kids. Or right. Drownings. And so, most of those end up being disregards. So you're, you're going to be a beach stud. Yeah. Nice. Get a nice tan going. Do you get to wear swim trunks? No, run on the beach? No. Damn. Well, that's cool. You got everything packed up pretty well or still no. working on it? We're still working on it. We got cool. last minute things that we can't pack till last minute. Right. That's exciting, man. You always got to experience something different in life. You know, me, I'm, I'm going to probably just die here. <laughs> uh, I've moved a lot in my life, and I'm tired of moving. Well, and that's where I'm at, and Aaron doesn't quite understand. I've right. My parents are divorced, so right, right, I've right. moved a lot in my life. And do I want to live somewhere else? Sure. No, but you want to support her. Well, a little bit, right? Yeah. I, I I would like to experience somewhere else, but at the same time, I'm content with where I'm at because I've moved so much. In right, my life. right. That's how I am. I've probably lived in ten different houses. Right. Point. I know what that's like. <laughs> That's why I'm just gonna die here. Yeah, and you can't get anywhere cheaper. I mean, uh, yeah, especially in today's world. Uh, so you get an, an apartment first. Is that what you're doing down there? Yeah, just okay. an apartment, two cool. bedroom, but it's bigger than our house now. So oh, awesome, awesome, cool, cool, cool. Uh, nothing new around here. Uh, basement still tore up. Just waiting on these people to get here. Hopefully tomorrow, but we won't be here because we're going Corey's to be having a, a kid. Another kid. Yes. Is it a boy or a girl? I forget. It's a girl. girl. So we're outnumbered. But uh, I always thought I'd have three kids, but then it comes, you know, here it is, third kid, and it's kind of wild. Sorry, that was loud. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Working, getting stuff done around here, preparing for that. <clears throat> and that's all she wrote. I use a CPAP machine now. What? Yeah. Why? Because I have mild sleep apnea, and my sleep quality has been shit 
All right, Marissa tries. She's like, you need that. I'm like, I don't want it. I'm not doing it. On the nights that I can actually get to wear it, you actually do notice a difference. Do you? Yeah, it's just a large adjustment. <laughs> mask on your face, trying uh, to sleep. I'm just like, I don't know. The thing behind it is it's for big people. That's why they need CPAP. I yeah, just, but look at me. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I don't want it. I saw logs unless I lay on my stomach. And you don't snore, right? Like uh, sometimes I drive some partners nuts because I sleep upright in the ambulance. <laughs> I snore like a fucking, yeah. It's pretty crazy. Uh, anyways, I guess we could start with some stories. Uh, so last night uh, when I was working, it wasn't busy at all. Uh, we went to a certain factory down there and it came over the radio as, uh, someone got their arms stuck in a machine and, uh, this, this place made some kind of metal parts. Um, they got their arms stuck in the machine and then come to find out we get there and they're like, his arm is not stuck in the machine. And so we're just casually just walking back there and you can't hear nothing. It's loud. And uh, the fireman's like, oh, yeah, they started CPR and whatever. So you kind of hustle. But I didn't hear anything, so I just kept the same pace. And the person I was with just kept pushing the cot faster. <laughs> Anyways, we get there, and the <laughs> supervisor met us there, and he went ahead and called it. I guess this guy was working on a machine, and a part flew out and nailed him in the face. And he was missing an eyeball. And uh, had a big indention in his face. He he was dead instantly. But that was wild. That Uh, that was it for last night. But yeah, it's kind of crazy. Anyways, we both can get in on this EMT school and what to expect. Expect to do all of the learning on your own, for starters. Right. And uh, I I never really had it. The only problem I have with EMT school is, uh, well, just like what Bailey said, you need to pretty much learn to teach yourself because um, a lot of places, like, they have, uh, you know, people that have never been in the field, so they teach right, right out of the book. And then other places you go... Uh, you get people that have worked in the field, and they all have their own opinions on things, and nothing comes out of the book, so that's confusing. But if you're someone new and you're going to be an EMT and get an EMS and stuff, uh, read your book. It's all perfect world stuff, and that's where I think some of these people that don't work in the field, you know, they take their EMT and then they go do their medic, I think they somewhat have an advantage because all they know is the book. And they're people. <laughs> and therefore they just, pass just putting that out there. And therefore they pass the National Registry, right? Because they're in a perfect world environment all the time versus someone that has been out there and everybody shows you different things. So if you're new, read the book, definitely. Uh do practice tests. Um Especially when you're coming up on international. Right. Just do practice tests after practice tests. And uh, like, you know, Bailey had did EMT prep and I used that same thing. Uh, that helped. 
And I used several different ones when I was doing my medic too. Right. So. And you got to. And every question you have is always the, what is the best answer? Right. I'm going to give you two right answers and two wrong answers, which and then you have to pick which of the two right answers is the most right. Right. <coughs> so I guess... I guess what's what's your advice to someone that wants to come in the EMS? Uh, like my advice is, is you come in, uh, you know, uh, take the class first, or join a fire department and get your skills up. Yeah, if you have that capability. I would suggest joining a volunteer department. Yeah, do that. Join a volunteer department, get your skills up, uh, and then when you're when you're taking the class, you know, ask questions and stuff. Um, there's no such thing as a stupid question. We no. might say there is, but at the same time, there's not. <laughs> no, there isn't. Uh, I might give you shit if it kind of is a stupid question, but at the same time, I'll still answer that question for you. Right. And then do ride-alongs. I mean, they give you a minimum, but you can always do more. <clears throat> uh, get your patient contacts. You know, all that stuff. It's what's going to make you better. Um. A lot of times, so like when you get done with school and you go out into the workforce, you know, uh, they always say at least a year of being an EMT and then do your medic. I personally think you should do a little longer than that. I think at minimum a year and then you can start your program and then by the time you're done with your program, you've had yeah, right. about two. Right. Because so, that's where I was at. I was... I was about a year and a half in whenever I finally started my medic program. I think there's a high I think there's a high dropout rate for the ones that don't do it in the field first. They just go straight. Because they, yeah. they don't have any fucking clue what they're getting into. Right. And a lot of people do that. I don't recommend that. Some of them turn out okay. Like we have one that turned out okay. But on the other hand, you've got yeah. some one that I know who I've heard is a total Twat. Yeah. <laughs> it's half and half, I guess. But uh yeah, work, ask questions, uh, you know, get to know your company you work for, like, you know, get in the back and look at all the medications and stuff and you know, no one's gonna judge you if you look the medications up on your phone and see what they do and you know, certain dosages and stuff like that, you know. Uh all that good stuff. And sometimes your medic will let you, you know, practice saying what's what and all that stuff. Anyways, that's my recommendation on that EMT school. It is what you make it to be. And uh, don't do the hybrid classes. I don't recommend those. Unfortunately, around here, that's about your only option anymore. Right, right. Uh, Let's see. What? Is that a bag of chips up in the ceiling? I guess so. It must have been my brother. Okay. Yeah. I guess uh, when they rip all that down, the gentleman will get a surprise of chips. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, yeah, that's all I got on that. Um, I guess next what we can look up is, is uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's been thrown around. Okay, we're going to come back to the Twin Towers thing. Okay. Okay? Just because, you know, 9-11 and all that, and remembrance, you know, of those that have passed and all that stuff. Uh, 
there's some new stuff, I guess, that has come out. Uh, I mean, we're, every year it seems like you see stuff you've never seen, like footage. Like, what in, what in the world? What is going on? Uh, anyways, um, I've got someone calling me right now. It's the treasurer from the fire department. Uh, he can wait. Uh, anyways, um, I guess what I wanted to talk about is these direct energy weapons that they say that have been being used or whatever, like in Hawaii, and they say they can use them to start uh, storms and all that jazz. Um, I can tell you right now 100% that I've seen documentaries where, I mean, for years we've been manipulating the weather for good, but right there have been instances where we have, where the United States... Has 100% manipulated the weather. Oh, oh yeah. Like there was, I forget, it was even just a couple weeks ago. I saw something. There was a some big tropical storm or hurricane or something off the east coast, I think. <clears throat> and all they did was fly some planes through it with water vapor. Right. I guess they were releasing extra water vapor or something like hmm. that. Don't quote me on this. I'm kind of stupid. But all they were doing was flying planes through it releasing extra water vapor huh. and it like completely changed the path and strength of the right storm. right and it that's weird how that stuff yeah. how they do that so i mean we have the capabilities oh yeah and we've had energy weapons for years but you know i guess there's so many like theories out there like uh you know there's pre you know placed bombs you know, could be plausible i mean people said they've seen plumes of smoke coming down ahead of the the collapse uh if you look online, you can bring up like the schematics, the blueprints of the towers, and uh, there's no like flame retardant or anything in there, like sp- the spray stuff. They didn't have any of that. Uh, what they say, they say that the <laughs> the planes, you know, when they hit, the jet fuel got so hot that it melted the steel beams. Uh, jet fuel, when it's heated, it's only fifteen hundred degrees. Jet uh, fuel will not melt steel beams, no, but it will it, weaken them. Yeah, it can bend them, you know, get it hot enough to bend. But, but that's not taken away from the fact that I still believe that it was controlled demolition. Oh, yeah, I believe that too. Uh, you know, uh, you can see some of the pictures where some of the beams look like they've been melted. So now the theory is it's maybe the, these energy weapons were used. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, just stuff like that. Um, no. I believe it was planned, plausible, uh, just a reason for us to, you know, go where we needed to go. <clears throat> go where we needed to go, hide what needed to yeah. be did. World Trade Center 7. Right. The building that's always forgotten about. I think it was 7. Um... You know, all that stuff. I don't know. There's just so much stuff that we do behind back doors that never gets talked about. Or, Not you know, we. The federal government. Right. The government. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, that's why they, I think they don't like TikTok is because you don't see it on the news. Mm. You see it on TikTok. And that's why they're trying to get that under control. 
Uh, but yeah, nine eleven. Um, do you think people have forgotten about it? Yeah, yeah. I didn't see nearly as much about it this year as right. Each each year, and that's the same thing with everything. I mean, how long did Pearl Harbor go on before people really started? Right. Forgetting about it. Right. And it always takes something tragic for us to unite. So who knows what's next? Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think it's forgotten about. And it's sad. We're due for another tragedy. We are. And that's it's something that shouldn't be forgotten about. I mean, there's a lot of innocent people that lost their lives. And, you know, a lot of true heroes, actually. I mean, the civilians that tried to take over the plane that crashed out, what, is that in Pennsylvania? Uh, somewhere, yeah. Somewhere yeah. Maybe you know, stuff like that. It's just, you know, it's just sad that it takes something to that extent to bring people together. But then again, when people do come together, then we're called the MAGA, whatever they've labeled them as. But anyways, um... <coughs> Enough of that. I just didn't know what you thought about that. If it was direct energy weapons that might have been used um, because some of the steel beams looked like they had been melted. Uh, you know, um, you you know, demolition, I think, you know, that's plausible. Just because you see the plumes of smoke well before, you know, the next floor collapses or anything like that. Um, you know, just like the Maui fires, I mean... I don't know if you watched any of that stuff. Uh, Not really. Anything that was blue wasn't burnt. Um, uh, foliage, none of that was burnt. Um, I guess blue burns at a certain light sensitivity. And I guess it's not set to that. And if you notice, all the famous people out there have blue roofs, I guess. Yeah. But uh, like aluminum was melted. Uh, glass was, you know, turned into sand, I guess. I don't know. It's just wild to me. Uh, like, if you look at some of these recent hurricanes, you see, like, flashes of blue going on in the clouds, and then, bam, all of a sudden it just intensifies right there. I don't know. There's just all kinds of stuff, and it's gotten really crazy lately. <laughs> and uh, you see it on TikTok. But anyways, enough of that. Before we get bombed. <laughs> We're such a low-scale podcast. They ain't going to give a shit about us. Right, right. Might be a big I've one day. You never these, know. I've been spreading these opinions for years. It might, it might be one day. You never know. Might be. By, this, I mean, if by you, that point, these episodes will be archived. Yeah, you get on there remotely or something, down where you're at, and people listen down there. I don't know. Something, yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you have anything you just want to talk about randomly? Don't think too hard. For once, I do have kind of a story. Okay, go. What do you got? So, one of our lovely, it always starts out like this, one of our lovely local fucking nursing homes, right? Oh, yeah. We all love nursing homes. So, Come on. As I'm sure you know, we're doing code in place now, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Which I think is great. Yes. Um, so we get called to this nursing home at 
10 o'clock? No, 9 o'clock probably. Was this last night? No, this was Friday. Friday, okay. 9 o'clock Friday night uh, for a seizure. Okay. <clears throat> so we we go, we have like two minute drive. Take our time. We pull, we pull into the parking lot. We see nursing home staff holding the door open for us, waiting for us to get there to let us in, which is kind of abnormal. Right, to, right. Especially for this nursing yeah, home. Yeah, you're banging on the fucking yeah. door. And... <clears throat> especially for this nursing home. And so the last time I went to a nursing home for a seizure, they let the patient seize for like 15 minutes before they called 911. So Are you this, serious? So this time I made sure to grab my Ativan and the, the ALS bag with all my other stuff in it that I need. Right, right, right. Because I ain't going to run into that bullshit this time. No. We, we start rolling in the front door, and these chicks holding the door open don't even say anything. Like, they're not, they don't say anything about what's going on. They just let us in. So we're like, okay. Lost. <laughs> nothing, nothing. Must, must be fine. Must right, be right, seizure. right. No one says anything to us. We stalk, they walk us down the hallway, and about 30 feet. 40 feet down the hallway, turn a corner, and I hear the distinctive sound of an AED. Okay. Oh, fuck. Was it a seizure? No. Or code? It was not a seizure. Oh. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> we get to this guy's room, and every nurse in this, every staff member in this fucking nursing home is in this guy's room doing CPR with him on the bed. And nobody... Apparently, an aide was with him when this happened, and nobody right. can track down the fucking aide that was with him to give me a story of what the fuck happened. Right. And so the best story I got was that she was trying to help get him out of bed, and all of a sudden, he started foaming at the mouth and collapsed. So he never actually fucking seized. Right. They're just stupid, and he died right then and there. So he called it there? No. It gets better. Well, I won't say it gets better. But, um, <laughs> so, I don't have anything I need for to run a fucking code. So, I have my partner start dealing with shit. And I go back and get the rest of the stuff. Call dispatch to get fire and whatnot. So, we start running the code. and Right. No one knows anything about this guy because, oh, it's not my patient. I don't normally work this floor. Yeah, right. So, why right. the fuck are you here? Go away. <laughs> Yeah, we run the code. He's in, so we do six epi or 20 minutes, whichever's first. And after 20 minutes, he's in PEA, which we're technically supposed to transport. But because of all this guy's comorbidities, I go ahead and call the doc. Doc wants me to transport him. Of course. Yeah. So we transport him and... So by the time we get him to the hospital, he's been coding in PEA for about an hour and 10 minutes. And we wheel him into the ER room, lift him over to the bed. Five seconds later, Doc calls it. Are you serious? 100%. We went through almost every epi on that truck. We had one left. How old was the person? Uh, late 60s, maybe. Oh, okay. So he's had, not too old. He had so many comorbidities, though. Heart right. history, diabetes. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, all the underlying stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that stinks. Yeah. But still, yeah, we love nursing homes. There's, you know, there's some good ones that talk, you know, and tell you what's going on. There's some where they give you, like, four different stories, you know, or 
I don't know. I'm not a big fan of some of them, but some uh, the other ones aren't that bad. There's a lot down there. I've never been to a nursing home that's 100% consistent. Right. You'll get those nurses that are really good at the nursing home that surprises you, but for the, like there's no nursing home that's 100% consistent. Right. That may be an unpopular opinion, but I don't care. Oh, you're, yeah, you're good, man. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Uh, next one I wanted to talk about was, did you ever get to do any fires, really? Uh, I had a couple. A couple? Yeah. Oh, I did. I was told that Steve Booked is going to come on the next one. No, is he? That should be interesting. <laughs> I can try to patch in for that one. Yeah. Patch in for that one. Do we just do like the phone thing you did with Kaylee? Or? Probably do Discord. Discord? Like yeah. if I get a laptop or something? Yeah, if you get a laptop, you can, you'll need to create a Discord account and then we'll create a server for it. And I can figure that out. It's simple. Okay. But yeah. yeah. It'll Sounds be good. A better audio quality and whatnot. So. Okay. Yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah. Apparently, the, when we did the last episode and you put it out and she called him out, he said, let me know when. <laughs> that would uh, I think he would be uh, a character I'm sure he's got a lot to talk about but uh no I've been approached we've we've put on a lot of new guys down here and we're finally you know almost back up to a full roster and uh I always get the question you know before they've had their training done you know what can they do on a fire scene and uh i remember when i first joined uh you know i had gear and stuff um i think i had my mandatory they don't do that anymore it's called ers i think it's kind of the same thing as mandatory but uh whenever i first joined and went to my first house fire i didn't have my gear or nothing i left it and uh you for those of you that are new um new to like fire service and like you know first getting on a department or something and you're lost uh of course you always go to your incident command but uh you know let's say the guys are fighting a fire and they need a tool you know you can grab tools grab tools hand them to them collect tools pick up air bottles learn how the packs work yeah learn how the packs work you know pick up hot swap bottles for them yeah do all that um get up on the pumper and whoever the operator is, you know, they can show you how to do things, uh, pass out simplest thing is pass out water, you know, stuff like that. Uh, you know, don't just stand there. There's always something to do. Drag hose. Uh, if an ambulance is there and there's, you know, people in need of help. I mean, you can't necessarily give care. I mean, unless you have EMR or whatever, but uh, you can assist. I mean, you can help them load or, you know, put them in the ambulance, you know, stuff like that. Uh, I ain't condoning it, but on my first fire, it was a fucking, I mean, it was a goner anyways. Uh, some old sheet metal barn. Hmm. And uh, I had just got on, no training, no gear. Well, I had a jacket. I had a jacket and a helmet. That was it. And I went with my stepdad, woke me up because it was like it would have been my first one. So he woke me up early in the morning to go to it. And 
I mean, it's a backwoods fucking fire department. No one gives a shit. And right. This building was a goner anyways. And so they let me run the hose. Really? I'm not condoning it, but I, I well, it. I, I mean, if, if we, if there's no one else available and you're there, oh, there mean, people available, but, oh, okay. <clears throat> well, I mean, if you're just fighting it from the outside, yeah, yeah we're just on the and outside. someone's monitoring you. I mean, I, yeah, I used to do the junior program and like we teach and stuff and there's a lot of places around here that do that junior program and they let them come to the scene and do overhaul and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, once the fire's put out, you know, ask questions, don't just stand there, uh, you know, take a look and see and you know, all that stuff. There's, there's just, there's plenty to do and don't feel like you can't show up. That's one of my things is, you know, we've had people in the past that, drive by and they're like oh you know they don't need my help trust me any help it's needed don't just drive by (laughs) if it's a medical run though and you drive by and you see every vehicle in your department there just keep driving right 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 i mean if that but if it's a fire i mean i had that a few times need everyone where you just drove by yeah yeah because in reality what are you what are you gonna do you know Especially if you don't have any training. Well, this was even whenever I had my search and stuff. There's just... Right. Well, like, uh, we just had our fest up here. And we had, you know, a couple of incidents. <laughs> it's like some of these, you know, all the guys pretty well have their EMR released. And there's only two of us that have our EMTs. And it's like, Gory, like, you come down here. It's like, what, what am I going to do? You know, I'm not yeah. going to do any. I don't have the equipment. It's the same thing how when I was on, I mean, I, I was yeah. the only one that, aside from Bukta, that had anything other than EMR. And it's like, well, you're a higher threat level than me. You know what you're doing. Fuck, yeah. I do. But we don't have the equipment as a fire department. You it's know what like I mean? Most of the equipment that we have on the fire department is the same stuff I'm going to be able to use on the ambulance anyways. So yeah, pretty like, much. I mean, but like, like the monitoring equipment and stuff. and You learn assessment skills in EMR. You can figure it out. Yeah, exactly. You know, like I've been taught, you know, rhythms and stuff down there with partners I've been with. So I know, like I can look at it and read it. I don't know all of them, but I know the major. you know what I mean? Yeah. Because pretty well everybody has the same health issues. Yeah. <laughs> Around here. It's just least. repetitive. Yeah. But, uh. No, no, you know. Uh, usually, I just tell the guys, I, "There's nothing I'm going to do any different than you right now." We don't have the equipment like the ambulance does. Just continue what you're doing. Now, none, none of them. Well, maybe they do, but you know, I like to go up and grab the wrist or whatever, you know, just to feel, you know, how their pulse is or something, you know, whatever, and uh, stuff like that, so you can tell. You know, get a gist of maybe what's going on, but uh, no, uh, fire scenes back to that, yeah, don't, yeah, please show up. Uh, numbers help, you can relieve someone. You know, let's say you have all your training and everything, please show up because you can relieve someone that's been in there working and give them a break, and then you can come, you know, vice versa, blah 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 blah. blah. Um, 
Anyways, yeah, where are we at? 32. Woo! It's going to be a short one today, guys. Because it's just Bailey and I. And that's fine. It can be short. We don't need to do hour and 50 minutes. <laughs> I think what helps with those is because we all just get ranting and then we yeah. bam, 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 bam. But Bailey and I are pretty good. We don't rant back and forth to yeah. each other and argue. I usually don't have a lot to say. Right, right, right. And the shorter the better. Sometimes. Keep people engaged. Right. Uh, yeah. The more you have, it keeps them engaged. And I guess that, you know, if we do ultimately have four when you're gone and you join in, that's five. That probably would get pretty heated. I don't know. I just like the mixture. Like Jose, you know, he's a he's a character. <laughs> and then Woolsey, she's a character. It just helps, you know. But I think me and you are pretty cute. Yeah. But uh anyways, do you have anything new that grinds your gears? Mm. While you're thinking, I'll start. Uh, so recently, I was listening to a podcast, and they were talking about turn signals. And then I was thinking about that, and not just in the civilian world, but in our world. <clears throat> not even going to, you know, having lights and sirens, but the people that don't use their turn signals. And uh, do you use your turn signals when you do lights and sirens? Sometimes. <laughs> Uh, I try to always use my turn signal and lights or sirens on because then people are like, what, what, what? And they still don't know where to go. I think what grinds my gears is people and turn signals, and I've been guilty sometimes of not using mine. I mean, or you've you've got the people that are in the turn lane and you're on the opposite end and you don't know, you know what they're doing. Uh, for instance, I'll talk about what they were talking about. Uh, the stoplight there in Huntingburg. By Dairy Queen. There's no turn lane. So (laughs) you're sitting there waiting for someone to turn. And then so you continue on. And then they turn like last minute out in front of you. Stuff like that. Uh, That's what grinds my gears is people in turn signals. Like when my siblings and stuff. Like when we go somewhere and they go to turn. Sometimes they don't use their turn signal. They just fucking turn. That's annoying as hell. But. That's what grabs me, is turn signals. And they don't use them. It's understandable. Yeah, what about you? Anything? I don't have anything. You're just a down-to-earth guy, nothing. I just can't think of anything right now. Well, damn. I mean, the typical, I just hate fucking stupid people. (laughs) (laughs) So that grinds your gears every day? Every day. Every day. Every day. Okay. So, I guess we'll just get on to the last thing here, and that's our music. Let's see. My first one is going to be Ludicrous Act of Fool. That's a good one. Because, I mean, a lot of these people out on the road act like a fool when we're coming right mm-hmm. <clears throat> <laughs> and then i i just feel like brian connor in that one scene he's listening to a song and he's driving on the road that's why i do an ambulance I feel like him 
There's that one. Okay. Not that one. That's my kid's song, a chicken nugget song. There's that one. And then hang on a second. I don't know. I don't think I did this one last time, but I've been playing this a lot. <laughs> Sound of the police. I've been playing that one a lot, and I'll even do one more. Hang on a second. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I got our playlist here. All right, hang on one sec. Do you have any? Um, we'll do the Unforgiven by Metallica. Okay, hang on one sec. I'll get it added. This is a list I listen to. All these go to the lights and sirens. Like, I'm serious. Like, try it sometime. I'll only try to find the ones that go to the sirens. You ever heard this? It's called Bonkers by Radio Edit. Okay, hang on. I'm going to add to our playlist. Alright. What was your song? The Unforgiven. Unforgiven. Metallica. Here it is. Alright, I got that added. What else you got? Just going through some rings. That was a good one, a little bit off today. That was a good one you picked, where the wind blows. Fur Q by C3. How do you spell it? F U R C U E. Okay, I got you. Awesome. What's that sound like? I got you, got you. Cool, cool. Yeah, I'll get those uploaded and everything. All that good jazz. But, uh, I don't know. That was a short episode. Yeah. I guess the goodbye episode. Goodbye for now. Um, yeah, Bailey's gonna be leaving us, but we'll, uh, Get him added on a different way from afar. Uh, who knows? Maybe we'll go mobile next year when we come down to visit. Mobile, bring the whole setup. Yeah. Right bring a table to the beach. <laughs> Set it up right there. 
Uh, I don't know. Maybe go on a ride along. That would be awesome. Probably arrange it. I don't know. That would be. <clears throat> I don't know how it works. Freaking sweet. Uh, maybe I'll just get my license just for the hell of it and just work for a week. <laughs> Shit! It took me two months just to get hired there. So that's crazy. I, it didn't take me that long here. But anyways, I don't know. That was just a quick one. Uh, like I said, missing two people. So just down there, just talking. Uh, Steve, we're still expecting you. Uh, quit going on trips because it looks like you never work, bud. That's a fucking lie because he works all the goddamn time. Does he? Yeah. Every time I see that old boy posting on Facebook, mm. it's somewhere. Look at this. Look at this. I'm at a conference this week. Look at this. He paid for that conference. <laughs> right, right, right. He does, yeah. But uh, no, that's all I got. Uh, Bailey, we wish you luck and uh, and all your future endeavors, and Aaron as well. Uh, hopefully, you guys pop out some kids here in a couple years. That'd be cool. A little gremlins, pop out four. There you go. Two at max. Two max. Just have an oops. After two, I'm getting snipped. <laughs> But anyways, that's all I got, guys. Have a good rest of the week. Uh, we'll be uh, purchasing a laptop hopefully soon and get that up and going, and we'll be back. Just bear with us. Uh, EMS work schedule lives are crazy. Uh, yeah, so everybody have a good week. Bye.